Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. And now it's time for two guys who don't know anything about women, but know a little bit about professional wrestling to talk about women's wrestling right here on Positively Wrestling Evolved. Hey everybody out there, welcome to a new era. That's right, it's time for Positively Wrestling to become evolved. I'm Tim Kennard, with me as always is my best friend Steven Davidson, and we are here to talk about women's wrestling. How are you doing today, Steve? Are you ready for the relaunch? I'm ready. I've been looking forward to it. I love women's wrestling. They don't get enough attention. We're here to give them that attention and to uh, give them the credit that they deserve that uh, they don't often get. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to do this. Yes. And uh, in case you are tuning in for the first time for this, uh, we just want to give you a quick little rundown. It's like we if you've listened to the show before, obviously, we love wrestling. We like to cover as much as we can, but we wanted to refocus to one of our biggest passions in the world of wrestling, and that is focusing on women's wrestling. Uh, so this is going to be pretty much an exclusive women's podcast when we're just going to talk about the women's matches, the news involving the women. Um, and just, you know, we're going to have fun with it. We want to, again, as he said, shine light on a lot of performers that don't get the limelight a lot in podcasts and other discussions. And when they talk about wrestling news uh, and we feel they're just such hard workers, they outperform the men. 98 percent of the time it seems like yeah at uh, least in, in my in my eyes they do yeah yeah so I, I think they put more thought into their performances into the 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 stories of their matches into making them both exciting and believable and realistic uh i think they just do a, a better job than the guys and have for five or six years at least yeah uh, and i agree um some of the best matches like you know match of the year candidates always have women at the top for us. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're covering so- more than, you know, I mean, we're, we're covering what we can. So today we're going to be talking about WWE, of course. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about AEW, mm-hmm. Impact, yep. Stardom. We've got Ring of Honor on tap. We've got Shine 69. We're going to be talking a lot about that. We both got to, ke- we both got to, to check that out. And um, we've got NXT. We've got NXT UK. We've got uh, what NWA. Did I say that one? No, you didn't say it, but you did now. Okay. All right. All right. Don't leave anything out. We're talking about a lot of women's wrestling here today. Yeah. Uh, I think you got everything. Yeah. We, uh, it's going to be a jam packed show and uh, we're happy that you're with us. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoy what you hear. So let's follow us. If you, fo- if you follow me, I can't speak for Tim. <laughs> and nor would I ever really want to. <laughs> but if you follow me on Twitter, tell me you you found me through the show. I will absolutely follow you back. I, I want I want to to touch base with more people who love women's wrestling and who will talk about it in a positive manner and be excited about it. So follow me. Let me know you you you're from the show, and I'll follow you back. And maybe maybe we can become friends. Maybe. Yeah, and I want. don't. I'm not as big into the twitter verse as you are but i'm trying i'm trying to get more into it mm-hmm. uh and 
again, if you follow us, I'll throw you a follow as well. Yeah, I'll do it. So please uh, spread the word if you like what you hear. And uh, oh, we, we always want feedback. And mm-hmm. at the end of the show, we will give you uh, ways that you can reach out to us. We'll give you our Twitter handles, all that good stuff. So you can reach out to us and the show. Uh, but let's jump into it. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now we have a, uh, a new segment. I know if you listen to the show before, we used to do the three count and we may bring that back, but we're starting with something fresh, something new, and it's called Book It. And uh, it's a fun segment where we take two female wrestlers uh, and or teams we, or teams, but we, we build a program. Uh, you know how, and it's kind of a lot of a lot of leeway and discretion as to how we build this, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, kind of how we would book that program, program and, and match and match, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's going to be something new. Hopefully, you like it. But uh, the challenge for book it for this week was Charlotte Flair versus Michelle McCool, and I guess since I came up with it, I'm going to let you go first. All right. Okay, so the way I see this playing out, we start at the Royal Rumble. And as always, the Rumble has some, you know, surprise entrants and some people from the past. And one of those happens to be Michelle McCool. Wouldn't be the first time. At this time, Charlotte is the SmackDown Women's Champion as well. So she's not in the Rumble. So Michelle's in the Rumble. Another name from the past slash present, depending on how you want to look at it, in this Rumble is Beth Phoenix. They both make it to the final five and end up eliminating each other. So Michelle does not win the Rumble. I bet you thought I was going to say she did. (laughs) But no, Liv wins the Rumble and takes a shot at Bianca's Raw belt at WrestleMania. Has nothing to do with the rest of this. I just wanted to do that. (laughs) You just want to throw some love Liv's way. Yeah, and Bianca too, because she's now Raw champion in this this scenario. (laughs) Um, So that goes on. They go on to do their own thing at WrestleMania. Uh, elimination chamber comes around and so since a raw star won the rumble we've got an elimination chamber match for the smackdown women's title with charlotte defending against michelle and beth since they were in the final five sasha Shayna, and also returning trish stratus who was also in the royal rumble shortly before elimination chamber charlotte becomes sick quote unquote kayfabe sick so in the storyline she's really sick she's not faking but in the real world she's not sick gotcha she's replaced by tony storm and this becomes a number one contenders match rather than a title match the final two are michelle mccool and sasha banks trish who had just been eliminated by sasha comes in and helps michelle beat sasha and win the match so michelle mccool becomes a number one contender and will get her shot against charlotte at WrestleMania. After the match, she's being interviewed by whoever I want, so Kayla. And Kayla says, Michelle, you just came back out of retirement and beat the best. And Michelle says, no, I beat the best that was available. So she's looking ahead to Charlotte Flair. But Beth Phoenix still feels like she deserves a shot. So Michelle defends her title shot against Beth on SmackDown. Michelle wins with a little help from Layla, who's made her return. Charlotte, meantime, unconcerned about WrestleMania. You're a has-been, she says. I can beat everyone here. They're in their prime. I've already beaten everyone here. Bring Layla. It doesn't matter. 
I'm going to win no matter what. Beth steps up to Charlotte, says, you haven't beaten me. An impromptu match ends in a draw. Fast forward to WrestleMania. It's a no disqualification match. They're going at it. Charlotte has the upper hand. Layla interferes. Eh, helps a little, but not enough. Charlotte holds her ground. Here comes Beth. Who's she with? She attacks Charlotte. So we've got a three-on-one situation. Charlotte's doing her best. Here comes Trish, who attacks Charlotte. <laughs> Here comes Sasha, Shayna, and Tony, the new, the, the current stars, who also attack Charlotte. Shouldn't have talked trash, Charlotte. So we've got, what, a six-on-one? Michelle hits the <laughs> faith breaker, wins the championship, says, now I've beaten the best. Wow. Wow. What a spectacle that would be. Man, they would never have the guts to do that. Oh, no. But the crowd would pop. The crowd would pop <laughs> huge. Are you kidding me? Thank you, all of you. Yeah. I could. They'd probably sing, na, 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 hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's done. She's gone. Man. By the way, Sasha also wrestles Trish at that WrestleMania. Just saying. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I like it. That was good. That was, I, I dig it. That was cool. Thank you. That was Thank cool. Um, yeah. So uh, mine is a little different. Obviously, uh, we're starting at a different point <laughs> yeah. in time of the year as well. Yeah. Uh, we're going. We're playing this as if it is happening, kind of in, you know, this year, last year, in the kind of modern time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it begins basically in the last week of September. Okay. And uh, Charlotte Flair is uh, the Raw Women's Champion in this scenario. And she comes out and uh, issues an issues an open challenge with a caveat. It has to be someone who she hasn't already conquered. And, you know, she waits in the ring, waits in the ring. She's like, oh. You're right. I've conquered everyone. No one has been able to take me down. I've dominated the entire Raw roster. So I guess I'm just going to take the night off. Maybe take the month off. There's no competition here. And then Michelle McCool's music hits. She comes out to the ring, confronts her, says, well, you've never beaten me. We've never faced. So how about we do this? And Charlotte says, okay, fine, you're on, but not this week, maybe next week. So we flash forward to week two and we get the match and uh, they're back and forth, back and forth. And Ric Flair shows up and comes down to the ring kind of in the middle of the match and causes some interference at ringside that allows Charlotte to pick up the victory. And uh, she stands tall, raising her championship. You know, another deed done. I've dominated somebody. It's over. You think the program, okay, well, it's a one-off. Nope. Week three, Michelle McCool's back. She has a promo in the ring about how Flair needed help from her daddy to beat someone who hasn't been in the ring in quite some time. And that if it was just a pure one-on-one with no interference, she would totally take her down. So she challenges her to a submission match for the returning unforgiven pay-per-view in October. <laughs> um, 
Charlotte and uh, is, is offended. So she attacks McCool and they go back and forth. McCool gets the upper hand. Flair, who had come down with his daughter, Ric Flair, it's hard when they're both flares. Yes. Uh, uh, comes down to help again. He ends up pulling McCool off of Charlotte and then restraining her. Charlotte grabs a chair, goes to get in the ring, but before she can strike, the Undertaker's music hits and he rushes down to the ringside as the American badass and makes the save. Did they pay for Kid Rock? Did they license Kid Rock? Uh, no, Limp Biscuit. Oh, he did. He did. Oh, that's right. He, did, he yeah. did both. Okay. Yeah, he did both. Okay. In my universe, it's the Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that, that's probably better. Kid Rock's kind of a douche. Yeah. Um, of course, have you seen Fred Durst lately? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so he makes the save. Uh, you know, scuffle, scuffle. Referees are out there separating everybody. And then Sonia Deville emerges from the back. And says that Unforgiven, it will be McCool versus Flair for the Raw title with Undertaker and Ric Flair in the respective corners for this submission match. So now we jump to Unforgiven. And we get a nice program for 15 minutes. It's back and forth. A couple attempts at the figure eight. McCool goes for sleepers. Boston Crab escapes, escapes. Finally, uh McCool hits the the fake breaker. Faith breaker. Faith breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the faith breaker. Yeah. Um the, the styles clash. Styles yeah. Clash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Basically the styles clash. And uh is setting up to try and attempt a submission when Ric Flair tries to get involved. Uh Undertaker's not having it. So he lays Rick out on the outside of the ring. Kind of a softer bump <laughs> given the age involved uh and then action continues in the ring flair kind of recovers gets the upper hand hits the um the move you hate and the name is escaping me right now uh the flip over oh the canadian destroyer no 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 oh 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 you're talking about uh uh, flair's uh natural selection charlotte's natural selection the natural selection Mm mm-hmm and she's kind of close to the corner and she picks up both legs, goes, does the twist around one, getting ready to set up for the figure eight. And McCool takes her other foot, shoves her into the ring post, hitting face first as she comes back. Michelle McCool locks in the hell's gate for the submission and picks up the victory and becomes the new Raw Women's Champion. Mm, okay. All right. You know what? I, I, I like that both of us, they've done a good job, clearly, of developing Charlotte's character because we're both talking about how she's bragging, about how yeah. she's beaten everyone. Um, and yeah, so some similarities there that I think is a credit to WWE and to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Not, so you brought in as- the the... And- the extra the undertaker and flair and make it yeah. a spectacle but they're mm-hmm. not the center of attention right they're just there for flavor mm-hmm. um but yeah i and i was like centered it around since the undertaker was going to be back centered it kind of around halloween mm-hmm. with again bringing the unforgiven pay-per-view back didn't want to do it in saudi <laughs> yeah no no <laughs> not in saudi <laughs> all right 
<laughs> Although that could that would that would that would totally be something they would try. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, I could see that <laughs> as a Saudi main event. Um, but yeah, so that's book it. That I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun yeah, to think about fun. this. Mm-hmm. We'll, um, we'll do that again sometime. Yeah. Oh yes, most definitely, most yeah. definitely. But uh, next, we've got a little segment uh, that we're bringing you each week, and Stephen's gonna. And if you didn't know, Steve, of course, is a math professor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has some math-based wrestling. Right. Math-based wrestling. It's, I'm going to do this every week or until I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We love stats, right? People love wrestling stats. Yes. So in the world of women's wrestling, here's what at least I had this week. We had a total of 31 matches. But I'm only counting 29 because there was a technical issue with the Shine Show, and I didn't get to see the first two matches. So we'll say 29 matches for a total of 11,407 seconds of wrestling, or an average of 6 minutes and 33 seconds per match. That's 6 minutes, 33 seconds per match. And you can't blame WWE for all of that because we had seven AEW women's matches, seven Shine, but five that I'm counting five impact matches, five NWA matches, only three WWE main roster matches, including zero on SmackDown, two NXT matches, one Ring of Honor match, and one NXT UK match. The longest match of the week, Mickey James versus Deanna Perrazzo, 13 minutes, 18 seconds at Bound for Glory. The shortest match of the week, Diamante versus Skylar Moore on AEW Dark, coming in at a paltry one minute, 20 seconds. That is your math-based wrestling. Wow. Okay. Cool, though. I like that. I, I, I like the math-based wrestling. I like the stats. I'm kind there of a stats go. guy. I dig it. Yeah. Um, Everybody says that until they take stats, and then suddenly they hate me. But I, I, I didn't say I like statistics class. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's very cool. And also, I mean, very revealing. And one right? of the reasons that, you know, we're kind of doing this show is ladies need more time in the ring. The longest match was only 13 minutes. I, I think there were at least two or three matches that could have gone over 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, including and, the one that went 13. Yeah. Yeah. And keeping in mind, that's, you know, with those averages, you know, Shine's doing their best to raise those averages because, you know, their pay per view is all women. <laughs> right. Same with Stardom. Now, Stardom, notice there were no Stardom matches because they did not have any shows over the last week. We are going to talk about Stardom. But they did not have any shows over the last week. They took the week off, and they're coming back this upcoming week. We'll be talking about that. Their matches will definitely raise that average uh, next week. Yes, yes. Uh, But very cool. Well, let's jump into our regular topics of discussion. And, I mean, this is one that's been kind of lighting the internet on fire. It's what everybody's talking about, so I guess we've got two, too. Yeah, uh, of course, on SmackDown, Becky and Charlotte... Uh, were advertised to do a title swap. Ooh, Ooh. Hate it already. Hate it already. And I <sighs> thought we I thought we had a glimmer of hope because Becky cuts a promo about being Becky two belts again. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it over a swap. Let's have a match. Let's do a it. Match. You, right. Yeah. Let's do a match for the belts. Unify them or just you know Becky two belts. Whatever. Um and they kind of teased us and then we get to the ring for this segment and it's Becky and Charlotte and Sonya Deville and all hell breaks loose basically. So basically if you, if you're not in the know, yeah, you can't really tell by watching it. Yeah. 
Uh, Char- you know, they go to do the swap. Charlotte drops the belt just on the ground. As Becky reaches for it. As Becky reaches for it. And apparently that was not planned. It was not supposed to happen. Becky took offense to this and threw her belt at Charlotte. And there's a lot of jaw jacking going on back and forth. And you could even, I mean, you could look, you could see the look on Sonya Deville's face kind of told everything that that was not supposed to happen. And then, you know, they obviously Sasha was supposed to come out and it it almost felt like they kind of rushed her out there. Uh, Who knows? It it certainly got back on track at that point. Yes. Um, But uh, the reports that are coming out is that, you know, there were a heat, uh, there was a heated exchange backstage after this between Charlotte and Becky uh, and even bigger heated exchange between Sonia Deville and Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, where witnesses are saying that Sonia was ready to put your hair up and square up. Yeah. With Charlotte. And I, if I had to guess, I'd say she would have gotten the better of that one too. Yeah. I mean, she was an MMA fighter. Yeah. I would assume yeah. she would probably in a real fight have a little bit of an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and they like on the YouTube clips and the replays, they've edited out the belt drop. Did they? I didn't know that. So okay. that pretty much is a 100% indicator of that was not supposed to come over on TV. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was asked to leave the building and was escorted out by security. She wasn't fighting the escort out. They just did that safety reasons, all that kind of stuff while Becky was doing a dark match at the end of the night, uh, just to kind of keep everybody separate. But yeah, so there's a lot of controversy going on with this and wondering how it's going to affect things going forward i mean the word backstage is everybody is very supportive of of becky that you know what they are not mad at her for getting upset i think she's completely justified and charlotte's been getting a lot of heat (laughs) as they like to say for i guess attitude she's had backstage uh i uh, apparently their friendship has been strained for a few years since becky referred to her as plastic in a promo on tv i don't remember that yeah i don't remember that either i i I guess there have been conflicting reports though and we have to take that into consideration like at first they said that charlotte left on her own and vince was mad about it and then they said charlotte was escorted out yeah um so who knows and they've also been saying that charlotte has been very self-serving and the things that she's been asking for on television. But at the same time, they also said that she believes in Bianca and wanted to drop the belt clean to Bianca on raw. Yeah. So uh, can both be true? I mean, I guess maybe the Bianca thing could have been an exception to her overall attitude over the past X years or months or whatever. It's possible, but definitely enough to make me question exactly what is and isn't accurate. Um, but there's clearly something going on. There's some sort of problem. Uh, and who knows how this will end up playing out. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's, this is, there's a thousand different ways this could be actually behind the scenes. Um, cause you know, the reports that come out, we don't know how firsthand they are Yeah, and, and how trusting we can be. Although 
some trusted sites have been reporting on this. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're making stuff up that like Sean Ross Sapp and, and Mike Johnson, like those two guys I think are straight up. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're making anything up, but that doesn't mean they can't be wrong sometimes. So that's right. And they're only as good as the information they're being given. As right. Well. Right. Um, and I'm not saying they are, I'm saying, I don't know. Yeah. We just yeah. don't know. Um, and a lot of people, the internet was like, Oh, it's a work. It's a work. I don't think so. No, this is, I don't think this is one of those where they work it, themselves into a shoot. I think this is, this is a shoot. It wasn't and, elaborate enough to be a work. Yeah. It was too subtle. Now, will they try to salvage and turn it into something? Maybe. Maybe. They're on different brands, so that would be tricky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I mean they well, well, I mean they, you know, as it stands, they'll be facing off at Survivor Series though, so I guess it wouldn't be that tricky. Yeah, so I I, I don't know. Uh it it's gonna be real interesting to see leading up to Survivor Series how this is portrayed and how it gets played out. And we've uh, seen a lot in years past since they've been doing the brand warfare at Survivor Series. We've seen a lot of title changes in the weeks before Survivor Series events because they decide that's not the match they want to have at the pay-per-view. So let's put a belt on somebody else and get the match we want. Like when AJ Styles dropped it to Daniel Bryan right before. Or when AJ it, Styles won it from Jinder Mahal right, right. before. Yep, <laughs> Same thing. Yep. Same um, thing. So I don't know. Do they want to avoid charlotte versus becky because of this and so they give the belt to sasha or do they even want to do it more because of this yeah Uh, to get the the yeah and also you you have to remember several weeks prior to this the incident with nia jackson charlotte right you know that could lead lead some credence to the you know the backstage attitude and Mm -hmm. charlotte being difficult to work with if that is in fact a thing yeah um you just have to listen to everything and not pick and choose yeah. what you want to hear and what you want to believe just take it all into consideration and watch what happens on tv let's see what happens and that's the best way to kind of figure out what was true and what wasn't yep so all eyes will be on these two leading into survivor series uh regardless they're both professionals and yes you know if the match goes ahead as planned i think they'll they'll, they'll get through it fine yeah. Um, whether there's going to be any long-term repercussions for Charlotte, we don't know. Again, it's wait and see. But right. definitely some interesting news going on with that. Yes. Uh, some other. Speaking of, hold on before oh. we move on. Uh, it does look like we are getting a Sasha Charlotte program, right? As it seems like they were setting up at the end of SmackDown, obviously. Okay. So, uh, you, what are you for a little more math based wrestling? Okay because I've got some stats that nobody else has, Tim. Nobody else has these. Only me. Only you. Only me. I'm the only one, because I've got the entire television history of the Sasha Banks-Charlotte Flair rivalry at my fingertips. It's right here. I'm looking at it. I've got every match they've had in opposition on television. There have been 51 of them. 51 matches. 51 matches, whether it be one-on-one, tag, a a battle royal-type situation, Mm -hmm. whatever. I considered a draw to be a literal draw or a multi-person match that neither of them won. Okay. Sense. Okay. I gotcha. Current record in Sasha's favor, 22-21-8. Oof. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they are very, very split 
on television. And this is going back to NXT. Um, okay. Yeah. So it, it has been quite a while since uh, they've had a one-on-one match. In fact, it's been, I think, 2016. I think the roadblock. Nope, wow. nope, nope. February 2017 was their last one-on-one. Nope. Sorry. I'm going through, <laughs> my, I'm going down through the list. September 17th, 2019. Okay. Uh, where Charlotte beat her on SmackDown. That was the last one-on-one match, but that's still been a couple of years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and it's, with, it's a storied rivalry. That's for sure. And it's very WWE because it's pretty much the epitome of 50-50 booking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh it, it's gonna be good though i mean they they always oh, yeah. always have fantastic matches yes they so. do and i mean again like we say she could easily drop that belt to uh sasha mm-hmm. right before uh survivor series so I, I i i'm all interested in this it's gonna be great um but let's move on got lots more to talk about yep i do have to talk about some sad news yeah and that's kylie ray mm-hmm and uh, she basically took the took to the internet to say that she is stepping away from wrestling for a while. She um, dealing with some mental health issues and basically said basically a relapse. Um, how you put it was better that she she said she she was struggling with it since August and was her words uh using some unhealthy coping mechanisms yes um so she's taking time off to kind of better herself and get herself in the right place and uh our thoughts are with her and you know support as always it's another Uh, one of those things where you don't know what somebody's going through because her on-screen persona is so upbeat and so happy she's smiling all the time all the time and then she's struggling with the stuff behind the scenes so yeah we wish you the best Yes. Hope hope to see you back soon, but not not sooner than you're ready for. So Take all the back, time you need when you're ready. Yep. Make sure you're good with yourself. Um, so yeah, get well, Kylie Ray. We love you. Um, other big news this week. Yeah, and it it affects our show. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, is basically shutting down after their December show. Yeah. For what they say will be four months, but the big thing here in the other news, because it kind of came in waves. First it was, oh, they're taking a hiatus for four months. Mm -hmm. Then shortly after that, another report came out. They're releasing everyone from their contracts. Yeah. So after the December show, you know, which is ironically called final battle, final battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And everyone is, you know, free to, to seek, uh, you know, contracts and employment elsewhere pretty much immediately um so this is this is tough because you know we we're talking i don't know that they're going to be able to recover from this yeah uh, it, i don't want to rule them out um right? you know they could but things will have to be different i mean they they've released everyone from their contracts these people a lot of them at least are going to be picked up by their companies that won't share them yeah um, now, some of them will share them. So, you know, I mean, ROH, NWA, Impact, I mean, those sorts of places, Shine, those sorts of places seem to freely kind of exchange talent. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, even AEW to an extent. Yeah, AEW, right, right, right. Um, 
if they get signed on to say uh wwe <laughs> right or any of their brands they're not going to be shared no absolutely not and it might be the kind of thing where they just need to not offer guaranteed contracts and just pay on a per appearance basis yeah uh yeah and you know i want them to they come took back. care they took care of their whole roster through the 18 months off mm-hmm. for for covid they they paid everyone they got yeah. through that and then I guess it was just too much. They still haven't had fans yep. at their shows and that hurts because that's mm-hmm. a way to make money. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've been so excited because I love the ring of honor women's roster. Yes. Um, Roxy and Miranda Alizé, both mm-hmm. of them are two of my very favorite female wrestlers, period. Not, not just, they are my two favorites in ring of honor, but they're up there toying with like some of my stardom WWE favorites yeah, and, and all that, those two um, now they'll be fine. They'll, oh, yeah. they'll pop up somewhere. Um, but che- man, yeah, Chelsea green Chelsea recently green. just signed a ring of honor. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. You know, she's had stuff going on with impact as well. So she's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I, I, most of the talent should be fine. Yeah. And, and, Make no bones about it. Ring of Honor is full of some top tier talent from top to bottom, both men and women. So a lot of I think a lot of these people are going to be fine, but it's going to affect whether Ring of Honor is going to be able to come back in four months because who are they going to have on their roster at that mm-hmm. point? Yeah. Um, and I used to go to Ring of Honor shows front row. I often got like a, I was I was a fan during like peak ring of honor time with davy richards and eddie edwards and and all that stuff Uh, at least that's what i consider peak i guess other people would say the punk era punk and joe was peak and that that i mean they would have a point too yeah but at that at that time the time i was watching it was still a strong number three jockeying for number two wrestling promotion in the united states yeah um and uh it was a lot of fun and uh yeah i just hate it it's it's so sad yes agreed so fingers crossed for ring of honor yes yes please come back please hopefully this is only a hiatus and and not a death knell and we are going to keep covering the ring of honor women's matches that they're going to have in fact they've got one coming up on sunday they're going to put on youtube at 7 p.m eastern speaking of uh roxy and miranda alizé we've got roxy teaming up with quinn mckay to take Mm -hmm. on miranda alizé and max the impaler uh if you've got roxy and miranda in the same match it's going to be good so it's free folks it's free yeah on youtube free 7 p.m sunday night as mayu watani would say check it out check it out <laughs> most definitely most definitely uh let's jump to some impact wrestling uh of course they had the bound for glory pay-per-view over the weekend and uh some great great knockout matches Mm-hmm. going on uh during this show uh congratulations first and foremost jordan grace big win becomes the first impact digital media champion uh if you've been on twitter and i'm assuming instagram you've probably seen her homage to Shawn michaels yeah and his, <laughs> his playgirl shoot yeah um yeah she's also been explaining to people what digital media is <laughs> I guess she's been getting a lot of questions. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's just think of uh, Zack Ryder and the internet championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, really though. I mean, most everything 
that impact does is put out through digital media. Like they've got impact, you know, Mm -hmm. on cable, but you can also watch it digitally. So are there any really constraints on this championship at all? I don't think so. I, I really wouldn't assume so because that that would wouldn't make a lot of sense if it was like it will only be defended on platforms where they do just internet based uh, uh, streaming. That's also or, hard to fit on a title belt. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is kind of akin to a TV championship, mm-hmm. really, when it breaks it down to it. That's what and I would, it's intergender. Uh, ah that's right yeah. this was a six person and three of them were women and three of them were men that's right yeah so hmm interesting yeah yeah but i think this is going to be i mean because impact in the past has really leaned into the intergender wrestling oh they fully embraced it yeah i mean they took the ball and ran with it i mean mm-hmm. they're world champion mm-hmm. <laughs> Tessa blanchard yeah Tessa blanchard uh for quite so she had the belt for quite some time um but yeah, so congratulations to Jordan Grace. I'm, I'm a big Jordan Grace fan. She's completely won me over since I started watching the Impact Women's Division again a little while back. We put out those tweets earlier this week where we each listed our favorites from each promotion. And some of those were hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Impact was a hard one. I was like, Mickey or Jordan? And I kind of just gave it to Mickey uh, because of basically her legacy. But it was that was a tough call. I, I really, really like Jordan Grace. Yeah, I, I cheated a bit because I was like Rosemary or Mickey, Rosemary or Mickey. Okay, I'll do yeah. Rosemary for Impact. I'll put Mickey for NWA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of skirted around that one yeah. just a little that bit. One, that one was hard. Shine was hard for me too. Yeah, a couple of them were really easy. Obviously, like SmackDown is going to be Sasha um, and and Stardom was going to be Momo. But yeah, a couple of those were hard. But that was my idea. And then I was thinking like, man, I made this hard for myself. Yeah, and I... And for me, I, I kind of got tripped up because also just kind of jumping back slightly to WWE where we were talking, but uh, they did announce some of those free agents from the draft have been assigned two shows like Asuka is raw. She oh, was, I missed this completely. Yeah. Uh, she's raw. Bailey's still a free agent. They haven't assigned her okay. to a brand yet. Did um, anyone claim Eva Marie? No, she is still a free agent. <laughs> she apparently is off shooting a movie. Oh, um, all right. Still free agent. Um, uh, I forget her name now, but she called everybody nasty. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Lacey Evans. Yeah, Lacey Evans, of course, because she just gave birth. Right. So uh, she is still basically. What if the baby gets drafted to a separate brand? That would be some some drama, mm-hmm. some big time drama. I don't know that they're going to go. They're going to lean into that. <laughs> Talk well, about an interesting. Hey, well, if I've Russo shown, was still booking, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've already shown I can book some stuff. That's I, true. I, I, yep. So you could probably get a very compelling story based around that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So, but that was some of the. I won't go into the men ones. That's not what this show's about. Right. But, Screw them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and. If had if I'd have known that, it would have been tough for me to call between Oscar and Becky. Yeah, for my favorite from Raw. Yeah, even though Oscar is currently not on TV. Right. We hope she'll be back soon. She was, you know, recovering from injury. Mm-hmm. And Bailey would have probably been my number one on SmackDown. Okay. 
had she been assigned to SmackDown, the okay. show she was last on. Right. But uh, but yeah, so oh man. But yeah, Jordan Grace, I I am yep. I think she's I mean, she's so talented. She is, she is. And so and again, she's just believable. That's the first thing I look yeah. for is believability. I believe everything she does. Um, yeah, so congratulations to her on that first ever digital media championship. Um and I mean, lots of, I mean, she won a title that was vacant basically at the time because it was new, but we yep. had two big title changes Yeah, at Bound for Glory. The first, we had the return of the inspiration. Yes. Oh, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay and uh, just awesome. They end up unfortunately beating Decay. Unfortunately love, for you. That sucks for me because I love, I love Rosemary. Yeah. Uh, but I do love the inspiration as well. And I was very I've happy. missed him. I've missed him so much. Yeah. Happy to have him back. I've been listening to Off Offer Chops, their podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. It's very entertaining. I'm sure. I haven't had the time, but yeah, I'm bet. I, I, I'm, I'm betting it is what I'm trying to spit out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't sure they would bring them in and, and put the belt on them immediately, but they did. And it's going to be a fun ride. They're going to be yeah. great as yeah. champions. Um, yeah. Give them the mic as often as you can. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, but the match overall, it was, it was a good match, a good, you know, return match for them. Yeah. It was, um, it was fine. Yeah. No, but, uh, no issues with it. No. Um, and then of course we had the big, the big match, which was uh, Deanna Parazzo defending her knockouts title against Mickey James and Mickey James picks up the victory yeah uh multi-time i, I can't think of the, the uh, 10 10 time total champion 10 time uh total impact champion i, I think it's impact and wwe oh okay okay 10 yeah. times women's world champion yes is what we'll say yes um and so congratulations to mickey on that she has always been one of my favorites yep um probably I my, all, probably my all-time not, favorite yeah <laughs> Um, I did not predict this. I thought Deanna was going to win, but I, I was, I, I keep forgetting that I'm not always watching WWE. Um, <laughs> so I was kind of thinking WWE booking style, mm-hmm. like they don't want to give us what we want, but, um, yeah, I wasn't watching WWE. This was impact. Yeah. And I mean, and Deanna Prato has had one hell of a run mm-hmm. with that title. She has pretty much dominated over the past year or so, mm-hmm. uh, and I will not be surprised if this gets changed back over a short yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I'm, I'm not expecting a long title reign here. Yeah, especially yeah. with how much involvement Mickey has with NWA and all mm-hmm. the other uh, irons that she has in the fire. Right. Um, but I'm happy she's champion and, and happy she's on TV. And congratulations to Mickey James. Mm-hmm. It, was on- a, it was a feel-good moment. Yes, nice. mm-hmm. definitely a feel-good moment. Uh, let's move on to, again, something that a lot of places don't cover and we want to put highlight on, and that's Shine Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Shine 69. We're not going to make any jokes. <laughs> and also, and- I just want to take a second um, and probably should have said this at the top, but we are truly are fans of women's wrestling. It's not about their looks. Right. It, it's not that. Are they attractive women? Sure, of course. There's a lot of attractive women that are wrestlers. Sure. But we are here because we love the competitiveness of these uh, women 
and the way they perform in the yep. ring. The performance. Yeah. Um, so this isn't some horn dog podcast. Nope. Uh, so I want to get that out of the way and make sure that is very clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Shine uh, had their pay per view. And of course, like you mentioned, there were some technical difficulties. And At the- least if you ordered through Fight TV, there were, I yes. think you got it through WWN, it was fine. But Fight TV, I, it, I missed the first 30 minutes um, for the most part. It, it did cut in for a couple of minutes during the first match, but then it cut out again, and I missed the first two matches. And so did you. We yeah. both missed the first two matches. So um, we can't really speak to those. They were uh, the Vipers and Harlow O'Hara beating Micah Madrid and Alex Skye. Um, Don't know how long that was. Natalia Markova defeating Erica Torres. No idea how long that was. I tried to look for the times. I, I couldn't find anyone who posted match links for those ah. matches. I, I looked. I, I, it's out there somewhere probably, but I didn't find it. Yeah. Um, so sorry that we missed those matches. I, I thought that they would post the whole show after the live broadcast was over. I don't know if, if there's some sort of technical restriction that keeps them from doing that or something, but I thought they might get the whole show from shine themselves or something so they could post it but yeah you would think as of now it's it's still missing the first 30 minutes so yeah because i i didn't get to see it as it went live i i watched it afterwards mm-hmm. and even in that a couple of days afterwards and there's still those first 30 minutes not there so yeah I, I i checked it late wednesday night just to be sure and yeah still still nothing so so oh, well yeah we come in with uh britney blake versus uh tracy nix mm-hmm. and uh britney blake picks up the victory here over tracy with the no. bad omen submission i wasn't uh familiar with either of these two this is my first time watching shine now some of the talent on the show i knew mm-hmm. and some i didn't and i i didn't know these two a, a little rough for me in spots a little slow moving sometimes like they were a little unsure of themselves uh i, I don't know anything about them maybe it was an off day uh, or something, but um, th- they had good ideas. I think some of the execution was a little off, but um, believe me, I've seen I've seen much worse. Oh yeah, this match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was what it was. Uh, of course, Nick's attacked her after the match. This seems like it's going to continue mm-hmm. this kind of storyline between Blake and Nick's. Uh, we had the Nova Championship match, Amber Nova. Uh, not the champion. Not <laughs> Amber the champion. Nova is not the Nova champion. No. You. <laughs> uh, but she was facing the champion, the Woad. Um, and she wins, but she doesn't win the belt. No, she it wins goes, by disqualification. Yes. Uh, she, when the, the Woad attacks the referee. Yeah. Refused to listen to the referee's instructions and then knocked him out with a headbutt. Then um, she was going to go squash Nova in the corner. And then Santana Garrett ran in, made the save. Garrett hit the woad with a chair and told the cameraman that she wants the Nova title. And it's the only title she hasn't held yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like Santana Garrett. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very familiar. Yeah. Very familiar with Santana. Um, as I think probably most people who are listening to this are familiar with Santana. Uh, I was not familiar with the woad, but I'm a fan. Yes. Already. Immediately. Um, <laughs> immediately. A fan. I loved this whole presentation. Uh, now, if you, if you haven't heard of the WOAD, it's it's an acronym. Yes. W-O-A-D is an acronym. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, all right, what is this? It's got to be weapon of something destruction. But what is the A going to stand for? Tim, what does W-O-A-D stand for? 
weapon of ass destruction. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh my god. Uh and sh- she has a patch. She's legitimately blind in one eye. Yes. It's um, not a gimmick. It's not a gimmick, real. which is crazy impressive because yes. you have no depth perception. She's out there wrestling with no depth perception. Uh wow, that's incredible. Yes. How do you do that? I couldn't do that. I have four eyes. Yeah, I, I, I can we both barely glasses, do, so. I, I can barely function as it is. <laughs> um, so very, very impressive. So um, I think she refers to herself as one-eyed and thick-thighed. Yep, one-eyed um, thick-thighed. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. I love this from the outset, and I, I'm I'm a fan. The woad has won me over. So if you're listening, you rock. Keep it up. Yes, most definitely. Uh, Positively Wrestling is a fan of the woad. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. So good. So that was good. one of the longest matches of the week. I think that was the uh, that was the third longest match of the week at 12 minutes flat. Ah. Uh, next up, Kelsey Heather versus Tiffany Neves. Nieves. Nieves. Yeah. Um, picks up, uh, she ends up, Heather, Kelsey Heather, Heather wins. Yeah. Um, this after... was basically a, a glorified squash match, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelsey Heather, I think this was her debut for Shine, if I understood that correctly. Um, in yeah, ring, I think at least her first match in Shine. Uh, mm-hmm. She's had about five matches total. Okay, yeah. Um, of course, very much a character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this happened uh, because she was a last-minute substitute for ACR. Yeah who was injured um and uh, T- tiffany nieves was right yes 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 yes, yes. yes. and i think this was tiffany's first match at least on on television of any sort i think this was her debut tiffany nieves yes uh yeah this was that's what i was saying this was nieves first match in shine oh i was about to her kelsey f- heather before okay oh yeah okay. no i'm sorry and and she's had about five matches total but this okay. is her first for shine okay um she did all right yeah um she did okay i think she she can be proud of that performance yeah heather ended up pinning her after uh, a driving front leg sweep um and then after the match uh it seemed like heather was going to congratulate nieves on her first match but it was a swerve she threw glitter in her face instead <sighs> she's very how would you describe the character kelsey heather Almost like a real housewife. Yeah. Type. Kind of, that's kind, kind of. of the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, what's that? I guess you like snooty, uptight, mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, if I had to kind of come, and I'm not really trying to compare here, but Frankie Monet. Yeah. 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 That's kind not of a how bad Frankie comparison. Monet's character is very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's not bad. You know, high class. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the match wasn't bad. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm very interested good. to also follow uh, Nieves mm-hmm. and see how she goes from there with, with more experience and more matches under her belt. Yep. Um, and it looks like, again, this could be a setup for a, another program, maybe mm-hmm. a rematch at the next show. Who knows? Yes. Yep. Um, we then get to, as we mentioned before, Santana Garrett. She did have a match mm-hmm. facing uh, someone else that we are familiar with, Casey mm-hmm. Lennox. I was really looking forward to this one. Yes, and it did not disappoint. It didn't. It, it was did not good. Disappoint. It, it was good. I, I felt it did end suddenly, 
Yes. I, it felt like it had about five more minutes in it. Um, uh, of course, uh, Garrett Penn, Casey Lennox after the Shining Star Press. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a very yeah. impressive. It, a springboard, uh, springboard moonsault, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, handspring moonsault. Yes. Oh. Um, and then, uh, and this was, you know, it was very friendly. They were congratulating each other after the match. It was very. Casey did play a little heelish during the match, though. A little. Definitely kind of heelish. Got in your head and made you think, okay, what's going on? Yeah. This um, was another student versus teacher, teacher. type match. Um, I really like Casey Lennox's style. She's very ground based, map based, not math based. That's me. Math based. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I wanted more from this. It felt like it ended suddenly. I wanted more. That's a compliment. I didn't want it to end yet. I was enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this is like fight forever should have been a chant going on. It was just, um, it was just very good. It was just, I was, yeah, it was all well done. Yeah. And it looks like we're going to do good sportsmanship after the match, congratulating each other. And then who should come in and attack them? Who? 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 It's the Wode. The Wode! Attacks him from behind with a chair. Uh, she gave Lennox the running hip attack in the corner. Lots of ass-based offense. Yes. <laughs> uh, Garrett recovered, brawl to the back with the Wode, and the referees tried to pull them apart. So obviously, we are headed towards the Wode versus Santana Garrett mm-hmm. for that Nova Championship, yep. probably at the next uh, pay-per-view. Uh, they might have in, even said that. Did they say that? Uh, one, that. they didn't. I don't... I don't think they officially said it. Okay. Um, but with the challenge from earlier in this, it's, I mean, I think that's definitely what right. we're going for. Yeah. And their next show is in November, correct? November 14th. November 14th. We will cover that show. Yes. Yeah. Um, but on to the main event for the Shine Championship, uh, the champion, Ivalice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ivalice. Taking Great. on Stormy Lee. Um, and who your is, your favorite thing, a tag champion challenge? Yes, for a tag a champion championship. I know up. you love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stormy Lee won half of the the, the shine uh, tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Evelise retains her title. Yeah, she the, is uh, a three three time champion, three time shine champion, and the longest reigning yes shine champion. And maybe, maybe if I'm not getting ahead of myself here, Tim, possibly a friend of the show. Possibly, possibly. You're listening. We hope if you're listening, Ivelisse, we we saw the love you gave us earlier in the week, and thank you so much. We hope you're listening, and we hope you're enjoying it. Yes, thank you for the follow and uh, the retweet, and we hope you are tuning in, and we hope we're doing you proud. We hope you enjoy what you're hearing. Um, and congratulations! (laughs) Congratulations! I mentioned I mentioned online uh, on Facebook to my friends that Ivelisse had followed us, and and one of my friends said oh man that's so cool she's following you she's always been one of my favorites and i said yeah i hope i don't let her down and he said me too (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) so he doesn't have a lot of faith (laughs) apparently not (laughs) what's going on (laughs) and that's not cool man that's not cool (laughs) i had to laugh at that i was like what was that (laughs) what Maybe it's the equivalent of, you know, uh, when you go somewhere and like the movies and they're like, enjoy your movie. And you're like, you too. <laughs> Just out right. of habit. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you're like, why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she beats her with the, the Python submission. Mm-hmm. Um, they shook hands after. Yep. Um, and 
there was an interview in the ring afterwards and Ivelisse being the longest reigning champion and uh, they were going to announce the next title challenger for her on the November 14th show uh, for the uh, called Battle of the Belts, the super show mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts. Uh, before she could tell Ivelisse who it was, though, Natalia Markova came out and briefly confronted Ivelisse as the show went off the air. So that almost tells me that Natalia is not the intended right. opponent currently. Right. And maybe this will work into a triple threat, possibly, depending possibly, on who possibly. the other person uh, that they may or may not have lined up, or maybe it will just be Natalia Markova. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I do like Natalia Markova. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could have seen her, her match yeah. earlier. Sorry. Earlier I'm sorry. See that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we tried. I, I paid money to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get to. But, uh, but yeah. But again, congratulations to Eva Um Keep that I mean, reign going. It's, it, it's always cool to, to be the longest reigning champion and to just keep that going and see how long you can run with it and i mean she deserves it she's supremely talented in the ring i mean i've seen her because she's popped up in several other places mm-hmm. um aew nxt yeah yeah was she was she part of the may young classic oh wow um, i can't remember if she was one of those years or not i think she was for some reason i think she was but yeah she is fantastic uh very well traveled uh with all the other brands and uh i think it's awesome that she is reigning uh shine champion yes no (laughs) (laughs) wait what (laughs) Um, no she did not she did not work the mayon class okay she was not the mayon class no 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 (laughs) (laughs) sorry all right (laughs) But yeah, so but I mean, I felt a little bit like the Dormouse and Alice in Wonderland just popping out of the teapot. <laughs> yes, no, yeah, no, uh. yes, no. <laughs> but yeah, again, I thought with the matches we got to see, a very well done pay per view from Shine. Yeah, happy to have them back. Um, Shimmer is back this weekend, but they're back with two shows on Sunday night. And I wanted to watch them, but they're not available to stream, which oh. is in 2021 kind of weird yeah um i did see them respond to somebody else's tweet saying asking them about you know if they're streaming and they said that their their crew camera crew filming crew is booked somewhere else already which is weird Uh, you would think you would work around that somehow you would yeah put the show on another day or or something it's your big comeback after over a year gone I mean, um, and we don't want to criticize because we don't know the situation. We don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, why? we're just, it's we're just weird. It's just, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. So, but, but you know, when, when they're back streaming, we'll be covering Shimmer too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we'll try to get at least maybe uh, some results or any big yeah. news that yeah, comes out yeah. of those shows. And we'll yeah. talk about we that. We can definitely do that. Yeah. We just won't be able to actually watch. Yeah. Um, um, maybe, maybe someone will have some highlights on YouTube. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, I think they still release DVDs of their shows, but I mean, it's going to be like weeks or months down the road. So that won't yeah. really do us any good. But uh, again, but happy to have them return. Yes, absolutely. So uh, Shimmer and Shine mm-hmm. uh, going hand in hand there and both coming back. Love it. Uh, let's uh, talk about the Stardom Tag League. 
Yeah. So like I said, no, no stardom shows over the last week, but they hadn't posted the first show from the tag league when we recorded last week. So um, they only had one, um, one show that featured matches from the tag league. And uh, they had a few, uh, they had four, four tag league matches. And so um, Hazuki and Kaguma Mm -hmm. did defeat uh, Rina and Hanan. Hazuki still, with the coolest entrance music in stardom. <laughs> um, that was a pretty, pretty predictable one. Less predictable was Hukigan Death and Saki Kashima defeating Saya Kamatani and world champion Utami Hayashi stuff. What? Hukigan <laughs> <laughs> Death gets the roll up pin on Saki Kashima. And Death gets the roll. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I mean, Death's finisher is a deep O'Connor roll. It's just an O'Connor roll, a roll up that she just sits really deep into. Um, and she got the pen on Saki, and Utami looked as shocked as I felt. <laughs> um, yeah. Because Utami and Saki, uh, not Saki, Utami and Saya uh, are former goddesses of stardom champions they were tag champions yeah. of course utami is the world of stardom champion now so yeah i didn't see that coming wow for sure. yeah uh the next match starlight kid and ruaka who is so starlight kid is current high speed champion ruaka is current future stardom champion went to a draw with momo and azumi um so I guess that's uh, one one point they get for that, I think. If we're following the same point system as the five-star Grand Prix, I guess that would be one point okay. each for that. Now, Momo and Azumi won last year. Uh, so they probably won't win this year. Right. So I have that to look forward to. <laughs> um, and then in the main event of that show, we had uh, Shuri and Micah from Donna Del Mondo. Again, if they win... Julia says she will relinquish the goddesses of stardom championship that she has with Shuri so that Micah can take her place and they will become the new champion. So they faced off against cosmic angels, Tom Nakano and, and Mina Shirakawa and Shuri and Micah got the win. Um, so yeah, didn't go my way. I like my cosmic angels, but I also wasn't surprised. Not many right. people are beating Shuri right now. So and I do think she is the next World of Stardom champion right before New Year's while I'm in Disney World. And we'll have to figure out how to watch that. <laughs> um, we've got that and a WWE pay-per-view going on while I'm at Disney World. Oh, that's right. Because of the January 1st pay-per-view. Yeah. What the F am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Be stuck watching your little five-inch screen. Six-inch <laughs> yeah. screen like, yeah. Well, hey, last time I went two years ago, I stood in line for four hours for the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. Maybe I can just get in line when the WWE pay-per-view starts and, you know, still have an hour left. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called day one. Yeah, day, day one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Usos are going over. <laughs> uh, there, yep, there you, there you go. So that's all we have so far uh, in the tag league. But uh, coming up, we have a big show coming up this week. Um, we have it is uh, Kawasaki Super Wars. They have a series of shows that they're calling Super Wars, and this is the first one taking place on Wednesday. And it's a it's a loaded card. There's going to be a dark match between 
for whatever reason, the two newest members of Cosmic Angels, because why not? Um, my Sakurai and Wakaskiyama will be facing each other. Um, then, future of Stardom Championship, Ruwaka defends against Lady C. Probably Ruwaka winning that. Uh, we've got a, a three-way, Saya Kamatani against Micah, against Mina Shirakawa. Uh, I hope Mina wins that, but she won't. High Speed Championship, Starlight <laughs> Kid defending against Momo Watanabe. Ooh. I am thinking this could be match of the night. Um, On paper, Momo, it sounds like it. It could be. Uh, Momo didn't want to challenge for the belt. She said, high speed is not my style anymore. But uh, after that match where they went to the draw that I just talked about, uh, mm-hmm. Starlight was just outright insulting her and said, are you running? Are you running? Are you afraid you're not going to win it? I don't want to do a non-title match. Let's do a, let's do a, or, you know, WWE a championship contenders match. Um, <laughs> and she was insulting her and said, what do you eat too much? You can't do high speed anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Um, wow. And, and Momo was like grabbing her by the face and was like, fine. Um, in fact, I think Starlight Kid said something like, I guess you are just shit now. Wow. Yeah. And so Momo was pretty pissed and said, all right, fine. And so it's going to be a title match and Starlight's going to win. I, don't, I mean, Momo doesn't do high speed. She's mostly ground-based. Yeah. Um, so it, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So, but it's going to be a great match. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So that is, uh, yeah, that's one that's to look forward to. Then we do have uh, two tag league matches we've got Hukiken Death and Saki Kashima off their big win against Rina and Hanan I, I I don't see Rina and Hanan winning this match or probably any match uh, but I wouldn't have thought that Hukiken Death and Saki would have beaten uh, Aphrodite either Utami and, and Saya and they did but I'm calling Hukiken and, and Saki on that one and then we've also got uh, Himeka and not support from Donna Domando against Mayu and Kaguma uh, that could go either way really so we'll 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 see um it, well uh, it, it, they're calling it a tag league special i think they're from different blocks i think one's in the red block and one's in the blue block so i don't think it's officially a tag league match but they are teams in the tag league tournament gotcha so yeah. i think that's what that's what this is shuri is defending her swa championship and the right to challenge utami i don't know why she keeps doing this <laughs> um against azumi that can be really good too but sure, he's going to win. Yeah. Uh, Wonder of Stardom Championship. Tom Nakano defending against fellow Cosmic Angel, Unagi Sayaka. Unagi Ooh. put the challenge out, and uh, Tom took her up on it, and Tom's going to win. That's what um, I love about the, the Stardom dynamic with the teams. Yeah. That there's the, and it's not like inner tur- turmoil. It's just like, hey, I want to challenge you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, I mean, they could, and they've played it before with turmoil between you know teammates and stuff yeah, but yeah i do like that uh it's just something we don't get in other promotions right it's because it's the, of the sake of competition it's yeah. just about competition mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then the main event we have utami hayashi defending the world of stardom championship against newly returned with her kick-ass music hazuki um again utami's gonna win they're, they're not gonna bail on this utami shuri match we have coming up in december no. after, after they put on one of the greatest wrestling matches in wrestling history earlier this year uh they're not gonna cheat us out of our rematch but that's a big show on wednesday 
and they do have some other shows coming up uh, after that. I think that's uh, they, no, and before that, they do have some shows this weekend too. But that's that's the big one uh, that's coming up. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, let's uh, switch over to some NWA, and they had yeah. a special episode of Power NWA mm-hmm. Empowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much a, a, a all women's focused show. Mm-hmm. And uh, some big things coming out of here. Uh, Melina earning a title shot against current champion Camille. Yeah. And uh, uh, this was in a triple threat match with Kylie Ray, who mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, and Chelsea Green. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it, I mean, it was short, just a little over four minutes, but it was good while it lasted mm-hmm. uh, with Melina getting the win. Uh, I, I didn't really set out to predict anyone but i'm not sure i would have predicted that if i had right uh i mean given and and of course before the news broke i may have pegged kylie ray to win this Mm -hmm. um but yeah melina i I, honestly i would have probably put her third i would have put chelsea green possibly above her Um, she's doing her hot mess gimmick in nwa yeah not doing elsewhere yeah yeah uh the one of course she made that kind of famous in impact and was mm-hmm. awesome in impact as the hot mess mm-hmm. um but yeah uh congratulations to melina i think melina versus camille will be a very interesting match yeah it's a very interesting matchup uh camille just you want to talk about powerhouses yeah she is the epitome of that she is like you want to talk about dream match scenario Camille versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Camille versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Talk about some impressive matches we could have there as far as powerhouses going at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, she can move too. Yeah. I mean, I'd take Camille versus Sasha any day of the week. Bianca. I mean, it'd be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I've been impressed with Camille. She had a match on, on Tuesday's show as well against Tootie Lynn. Um, I can't hear Tootie without thinking different strokes. Um, that just for the rest of my life, if I hear Tootie, I'm thinking different strokes. Um, but it, it was a glorified. It wasn't a squash match. Tootie, Tootie I can't believe I'm saying Tootie. I haven't said Tootie in over two decades. I'm um, impressed you didn't that. follow it with Fruity. Right. <laughs> yeah, Tootie Fruity. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, follow it with. Yes, you're right. Um, but she, Tootie, got in some offense, but it was, you know, a showcase for Camille more than anything. But Tootie looked, Tootie looked good. Um, it just sounds You're weird. You're so hung up on the name. I know. I'm so hung up on the name. It doesn't mean anything. It just sounds weird to me. Yeah. It's not, um, we're not, we're not, you know, harping on it or nothing. It's just, no, it's not a word I'm used to saying, Tootie. Um, uh, Lady Frost took on Sky Blue. Lady Frost has been making the rounds lately. She was uh, on Impact in in their uh, tournament that they had. Mm-hmm. And um, Impact's been been hot to try and sign her to a contract, from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, I like Lady Frost. She's yeah, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I like Sky Blue here too, who I've seen a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, both of them. Hey, do you know where Lady Frost is from? Mm. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> somewhere cold. That's, somewhere cold. <laughs> that's, hailing that's how from they announce somewhere it. Yep. cold. Somewhere cold. Lady Frost. Um, yeah, so that that was on there. And then uh, we had another NWA tag title defense. 
So uh, the Hex, who is Allison Kay and Marty Bell, had two NWA tag title defenses this week. The one we already talked about on Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And then this one against Paolo Blaze and Genocide. And uh, they had two successful title defenses. Um, and then the main event was something I was really looking forward to. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Mickey James versus Kiara Hogan. Yes. Uh, and I mean, and again, I love the setup they had for this leading into this, the, when Mickey was doing the promo, Kiera interrupts her and yeah, it's kind of the, I guess, mentor or just idol, mm-hmm. you know, versus. Yeah. I, you know, I think Kiera had legitimately looked up to Mickey. Yes. Like for real, like not for K- real, not kayfabe, like for real. Yeah. Like if I had been wrestling Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, which is, I mean, what a story, yeah. A, because Kiera is a very bright young star, yeah. Who, I mean, has had success tag team yep. champion in Impact two times. Uh, what two times? I said two times. Yep, yeah, two times. Um, and is is very good in the ring. She, I mean, she is very accomplished. I, I, I do like Kiera Hogan and her matches in the ring. She has very been on- charismatic, very charismatic too. Her time in AEW has not been serviced very well as of yeah, yet, yeah. but you could say that about a lot of the female talent in AEW. They are still uh, sort of struggling to build that women's roster to prominence. They're doing better. Yeah. They're getting there, yeah. but it's been a slow burn. Yeah, we we did have, you know, what are that seven AEW matches, mm-hmm. women's matches this week. Um, let me double check that. I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, but only two of them were on TV. Yeah. Only one was on Dynamite, which is kind of like their quota. They yeah. get one one women's match on Dynamite a week, and then there was one on Rampage, and then the others were on their dark shows. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but getting back to the match with Mickey and Kiera, what do you think? How do you think it went? It was, it was great. This is another one I wanted more from. Um, it went a little over nine minutes, which is pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, I would I would have loved fifteen out of it. I, oh, I was yeah. really really enjoying it. Um, Kiera had the advantage and was about to hit Mickey with her own DDT, um, and she she had her in position and threw the hand up like Mickey does right before she hits it. And Mickey was like, Ah, mm, no, you don't. And she slipped out and rolled her up from behind and got a quick three count. Um, so it wasn't. It wasn't like a dominant Mickey destroyed her win. It was uh It was the veteran the veteran taking advantage of a mm-hmm. gloating upstart basically. Right. Yep. Yep. So we could see more from this and I I hope we do. Yes. I hope we see more from this. Th- this is the kind of match that would get me to buy an NWA pay-per-view if we if we saw it again. And given the relationships between uh the um the brands, this could spill over into Impact. Yeah. This could easily spill over into Impact. For sure. Um, Kiera doesn't really do much with Impact anymore, but that doesn't mean she can't. Right. Um, obviously, Impact and NWA have a very good working relationship. Same thing with AEW, mm-hmm. that trio of brands. So I think that would be interesting if you did yeah. kind of spill that over before we get the inevitable Diana Perazzo rematch, I would assume. Right, for right, right. Uh, I, I, I said we talked about the Ring of Honor 
tag title, the tag title defense on Ring of Honor, and we didn't. We talked we about did. the one that is coming up. Yes. Um, but the one that they had this past week was the Hex, Marty Bell and Allison Kay defending against the Allure, Mandy Leon and Angelina Love. Yes. Um, and that was a solid match as well. So the Hex had two good outings, two consecutive days this week. Um, I, I, I like them. I like them. Um, seen both of them. Both of them have made the rounds. Marty Bell and Allison Kay have both made the rounds. If you follow women's wrestling, you probably know who they are. Um, I think most people probably know who Angelina Love is. She's yeah, been around I mean, for a long time. An yeah. impact staple. Yeah, TNA staple for many years with the beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, and on commentary a lot on NWA uh, is her Velvet tag Sky. Yeah. yeah, Velvet Sky. Yep, she was on commentary this week. Ah, yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, that that uh, NWA show is definitely worth checking out. Um, it's it's an hour of women's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So good good to go on that. Now, talk us about uh, talk to us about NXT UK and an impressive debut. Yeah. Uh, so just yesterday on NXT UK, we had uh, Myla Grace in her debut. Uh, first time on NXT UK, at least, uh, against Amel. And um, it wasn't a terribly long match, a little under four minutes, but she got some offense in. She reminded me a lot of an early NXT Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss in terms mm-hmm. of character and her look a little bit. Okay, um, She's going to go through you know, some changes over time. Uh, Yeah. yeah, As, as she kind of finds who she wants to be. Um, But uh, yeah, it was, it was good. She got some impressive offense and Amal did get the win. Amal did get the win, um, which, you know, we expected, but yeah, uh, a good debut. And, and I'm glad that somebody else is kind of filling that role as the young upstart because Aaliyah James has finally gotten that first win. She's been that plucky upstart who hasn't been able to get a win for a year. Mm-hmm. And now she finally got that win last week against Zia Brookside. And it looks like she's actually getting a program as she was uh, doing a backstage interview about getting that win and was interrupted by Nina Samuels doing her little talk show that she likes to do. And uh, Aaliyah wasn't having it. She's like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm 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 gonna I'm going over here like and so she just kind of walks off. So it looks like maybe we're building to a little something for Aaliyah, which is great. Yes. I'm telling you, Aaliyah James is the future of women's wrestling. She's going to be big. That's that's a bold statement from you. Yep, yep. I'm telling that you, a she's bold statement. Be she's got it all. That is awesome. Now, I am definitely going to have to try and get NXT you. NXT UK fit into my schedule for next week because I am excited. Yes. For this next match. Yes, because uh, next week we have an NXT UK women's championship match. Mm-hmm. As Mako Satamora defends against Jenny. This it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's been brewing for a while. I mean, it's Mako Satamora. It's gonna yeah. Be yeah. Yeah, so we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, I always make sure to fit NXT UK in right before we record. Yep. Um, <laughs> and that's how it works. Every Thursday, I'm like, all right, we can record after NXT UK. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely be talking about that. 
next week. What about a regular NXT though? Some big things happen there too. Yes. Regular NXT had uh, their Halloween havoc episode, uh, which is very cool. They brought, you know, that moniker back. I dig it. Old school WCW days. But uh, yeah, some big, big things. I mean, the show overall was huge, but we want to talk about, we had an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Ladder Match, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, we had Io Shirai and um, Zoe Zoe Stark, defending champions, taking on Toxic Attraction and um, Indy Hartwell. And I always forget a tag partner. Persia Parada. Persia Parada. Yes. So uh, this was I mean, craziness. Craziness. First of all, I, we're glad that JC Jane was back. Yes. And involved after her scary bump last week. So good on good on her. We're glad that Io Shirai didn't die this week. Yes. That was that was a rough looking bump. It was scary. And I'm still not sure that Zoe Stark's knee isn't really hurt. Have we heard anything about that? I have not read anything. To, I did read about Io Shirai and they said that she was okay. She was yeah. fine after that scary bump off the top of the ladder to the ladder bridge on the outside. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't read anything uh, regarding Zoe yet. She, she looked legitimately hurt to me, but she's so good. She might've just been selling convincing. Yeah. She just might have a good sell job going on there. Yeah. But I mean, this match was crazy, but it was entertaining. It was great. And uh, I called it. You did. I did. I said, it looked like they might be taking toxic attraction to this kind of, um, uh, you know, ultimate stable type status. Mm-hmm. Much like uh, uh, was it the Adam Cole. And uh, his buddies. Undisputed era. Undisputed era. Much like that when they were kind of just running the place with all the belts. And that's what's happening because not only do uh Gigi Dolan and Jesse Jane win this, win the belts, but Mandy Rose gets the big victory over Raquel Gonzalez with a little help. With a little help. With a little help, a uh Grim Reaper. Of sorts mm-hmm. comes down and basically hits uh, Raquel with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, of course, Mandy picks up the victory, is leaving with the title, and the whole toxic attraction, all three of them are there holding up belts, looking great. And in the ring, we get the unveiling of who the Grim Reaper was, and it's none other than Dakota Kai. Welcome back. Uh, Glad welcome to back, see Dakota. Yep. There's been a lot of rumors swirling that she might be going to the main roster. Um, she wasn't mentioned in the draft, but she had mm-hmm. been doing some dark matches and stuff like that, and maybe even some um, main event matches, I think. She, well, she lost that one to Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that? I still don't understand that. But, uh, but yeah, so she's back. We're going to get a, a program run back of Dakota versus Raquel, which is going to be good. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to have the title which is also right. good yep might even lead into a triple threat yep with mandy rose so uh i, I always cool. I, I always laugh when they announced it's no dq and they're like well that clearly favors raquel like no no because <laughs> it means the heel gets to cheat yes <laughs> how often in a no dq match does the baby face in the situation be like, hey, buddies, come on down. See, that's why I turned it around with Michelle and Charlotte. Yeah. See what um, I did there? I Because it, it never happens. It just it never, never happens. happens. 
So uh, you have seven faces beating up on the heel. That's a WrestleMania moment right there. Yeah. You're welcome. Hire me. Uh, yes. I need a job too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, big, big things on NXT. Um, so interesting to see uh, how dominant Toxic Attraction will be and how long they'll hold on to those titles. Yep, I was about to say for how long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be very interesting to see. Um, Mandy Rose's first championship in her career, too. Yeah, congratulations to Mandy Rose, most mm-hmm. definitely. Um, you know, did well in NXT before, got called up to the main roster, was okay, didn't do a lot. Yeah, was okay. Went back to NXT, and uh, since it's been NXT 2.0, has been fairly a dominant player mm-hmm. and an essential player in the women's division, and now is yep. champion. So, yeah. Awesome. And uh, again, big fan of Gigi Dolan. Very happy that she's holding gold. Um, I think that's awesome. Uh, Let's uh, move on to some AEW. uh, And what we did get, again, only one match on um, Rampage. On Rampage. Uh, That was uh, the Ruby Soho match. Mm -hmm. Yep. Over Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford, Ruby Soho moving on in the uh, TBS title tournament. And she will take on Chris Statlander. That's going to be an interesting match. Yeah. I am, I'm uh, down for that. Two faces too. Yeah. Face faces. versus face. Uh, uh, Statlander, of course, has a little bit of the power advantage in that matchup. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be uh, a very interesting dynamic. Can't wait to see that. But Ruby Soho has that entrance music. That's true. She does. Do we, do we know if that's the, do we, do we know the deal with that yet? Oh, I, I forgot to look it up. Oh, I didn't forget. I just didn't care. Wow. Okay. Thank you for your candor. (laughs) Uh, Candor? You made it sound like a He-Man character. Yes. This is candor. (laughs) Um, But uh, we also had another on Dynamite. We had um, Mm -hmm. Serena Deeb. Yeah. And Hikaru Shida in a rematch. But it was also part of the TBS tournament. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Sheeta still looking for that 50th win. Serena Deeb denied her that before, but she would not be denied this time. She ends up picking up the victory, getting the 50th win in what was an outstanding match. Of course, like I said, very solid. I'll take, you could put these two wrestling every single week on TV and I wouldn't get sick of it. No, they, 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 they also threw my booking idea right out the window. Well, that's true, because you haven't got a D beat her for the next 100 matches. 40, 46 more matches, yeah. and then Serena beats her to the 50th win. <laughs> um, <laughs> man. Okay, you cannot I was so AW. ready. <laughs> I was so ready to text you and be like, 45 to go. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But no, thank goodness Sheeta picks up the victory. Um, but yeah, such a solid match. These two just have such great chemistry. Yeah. Um, well, and they're both great. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think either one of them could have a bad match. I don't know that I've seen either. Of them, and again, I don't think I've seen either of them have a bad match. No. Um, definitely not in their time in AEW. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to Sheeta picking up that 50th win. Now the, uh, and then she faces, uh, Nyla Rose. Yes. Nyla Rose. Yeah. So rematch there yeah yeah so, it's like uh the history of uh the history of her Shida. she's like being put through some trials or something 
Yeah. And I thought it was interesting with the TBS uh, tournament when they did start talking about the brackets because you had, was it four women that had buys? Uh, right? Yes. The top, the, the number one through number four ranked. And that was uh, Nyla Rose, Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. um, Chris Statlander. Right. And who was the other one? Is it Allie? No. 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 Um, man. Anna J? Maybe? Hmm. Uh, let's see. So it's for the TBS. By the way, while we're trying to remember that, it's the TBS title, but the tournament is playing out on TNT. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and and are they even going to crown the champion before they move to TBS? That would drag this tournament on right for quite some time. It would. Um, so so we're going we to have 3 months to get a champion. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, I don't know why I forgot about Thunder Rosa. Goodness. Um yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they were going to wait a little longer to start the tournament than they did because um, we're clearly going to have a TBS champion before they're on TBS. Yes, uh, so that 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 is very it's kind of tongue in cheek, very uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that they again naming titles after networks don't do it. <laughs> like I say, you could. You could play off the TNT championship and be like, it's like dynamite TNT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. TBS doesn't have anything to do <laughs> no, with no. dynamite or I w- rampage. <laughs> I want a home and garden champion. <laughs> <laughs> I throw myself in the ring for my, my name in the hat for the travel channel champion. Uh, the O network champion. <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> no the oprah, oprah i know that but oh. like the the different ways you could interpret that <laughs> true that's very yeah. true I, I i took a bad turn on that <laughs> i said it before i thought it you know oh. <laughs> well yeah i'm um, used to that yeah i'm good for that i'm really good for that <laughs> I, yes um, indeed and there is another women's title and we've got yes. a, a match booked yes for for the pay-per-view tay conti it's going to be taking on Britt Baker. Yeah, I like this. I do too. Um, and again, I've been so impressed since she's come to AEW, since she left uh, NXT and WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tay Conti has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Ty, Ty Conti. Ty Conti, excuse Ty me. Ty Conti, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm very interested to see this matchup. I don't expect Britt to lose. I don't expect it. But I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't I really, hate it. I really like Ty. Yeah, I, I think she'd I be a good champion. It. I think she'd be a deserving champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, I think it's going to be great. And Ty, so that, Ty is one of the most, not only most improved wrestlers mm-hmm. in recent, I don't know, year or two, but one of the most quickly improved yes. wrestlers. I've been very impressed with her. I mean, you take where she was from a de- developmental standpoint when she left NXT and WWE yeah, to where she is now in that short time of what, like a year. Yeah. And it's very, I mean, like I say, it's very impressive how quickly she has went from those two states of being. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm very excited for this match. Of course, it's going to be on full gear. Mm-hmm. 
upcoming AEW pay-per-view. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, as we we can't promise we're going to buy all these pay-per-views, by the way. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try as we'll much as we best. can. Um, I, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do our best. I definitely wanted to get the ones for this first show in this opening week. I definitely, yes. so I, yeah, I definitely want to do that. I will get uh, Shine. I'll be watching yes. Shine because it's the only way to see it. So, um, but as far as all the impact NWA um, and, and uh, AEW ones, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I've got a trip to Disney world coming up in two months. Yeah. We, we hope to be able to, but again, you know, we're not made of money, so right. can't get them all. Unfortunately. Um, I want to see that match though. I do. I yes. just don't know if I want to pay, you know, whatever it costs just for that match. Just for that match. Right. <laughs> um, Although I'm betting, I bet we get the TBS title finals at that show too. Oh, that, yeah, that would make sense time-wise as well. Yeah, I bet we do. Oh, goodness. Maybe. When is it? Do we know? Uh, when, when is that show? Uh, I do gear? not have the day. I think we're still at least two to three weeks away. I'm pretty sure. Full gear. November 13th. Oh yeah. So well, not oh yeah, about two weeks. Yeah. So that's coming up. Well, maybe we won't get the TBS finals then. They'll have to do more than one match per yeah, show. Yeah, unless they stuff up how many matches per show they're doing it. But if they're still just doing one on each show, it would go into December. Yeah. Because so, we have we really we have what nine matches left. Yeah. 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 So, talking, so it wouldn't be enough. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll have to do more than one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. So I doubt we'll get the TBS one unless, again, unless they start doing multiple matches. And they might. Maybe when they get into the the final eight, the round of eight, maybe they'll do two. Very maybe possible. they'll do two on Dynamite and one on Rampage or something like that. Because the last one, we have nine matches left, but only eight would need to be before the big three. The ninth one would be at full gear. Yeah. So they could do that. They could pull that it, off. It is, it is possible. It is very possible. So it's the thirteenth, oh. right? So that's yeah, two weeks. They could do three next week, three the following week. Uh, oh, but that that would put us there, wouldn't it? So yeah, they, they'd have to do three on the pay per view, which they could. Which they could, they could but they that pay per view is already kind of stacking up. Yeah, as it is. So I, I'd, I'd almost rather they take their time mm-hmm. and even let it just play out on TV rather than have rushed matches. Mm-hmm. and not enough time right. for the women because you're not going to grow your women's division even if, if by doing more matches if they're only two to three minutes long right kind right. of thing so yeah so i i would actually prefer it kind of drag out a little longer mm-hmm. uh and maybe into december and for their next kind of big named dynamite show you know however you, Every month, there's like one dynamite show that kind of has a special name, right? Right, right. kind of thing going on. So, I, I bet they'd kind of save that for December and whatever that show is, right? Maybe they'll bring back December to dismember. Uh, <laughs> I'm betting WWE has the rights to that, though. Probably, probably. Yeah, they well, most ECW, definitely, they so have the ECW library. They have ECW, so. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, good things on AEW. Uh, lots of we just want stuff. more. We just want more things on it. Just AEW. more. We just want more. What they give <laughs> us is good. We just need more. Yes. Um, 
We got the we got the quality. Now we want mm-hmm. some quantity. Exactly. <clears throat> Going for AW. Let's move to WWE and uh, we got to talk about Raw. Although I do want to cuz we you mentioned your name. We did have that promo on SmackDown for Aaliyah. Oh yes. Coming to SmackDown and it's and I maybe way out of left field here but it almost feels like Carmella. <laughs> yeah, it does. Let's yeah. move Carmella to Raw, but we need that <laughs> character still. Yeah. Aaliyah, get in here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I really Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it will kind of... Hopefully know. she'll make it into something of her own mm-hmm. and it won't be as much akin to Carmella as it feels after that promo. Right. Uh, but I did just want to mention that. But uh, we have the clash between Becky and Bianca which was very good. Mm-hmm. I-, I liked how this played out. Becky start. It seemed like Becky kind of starting to lean into the heel. A little. She's a little cartoony with it. Yeah. It reminded me a little of uh, Jericho during his introductory promo against the rock. Yeah. But I- I- I'm going to say to be fair, uh, and I do love Bianca and I love her in ring work. Not so much on her promo work. She kind of sounds like a whiny high school kid. You think so? Yes. Oh yes. man, see, she, I think she, she reminds me of people promos. that that we went to high school with. <laughs> oh, um, I, just I, in, in the in her delivery, you know, mm-hmm. it's just the delivery. Like I am not. I, I think they need to drop it, but she uses it too much. Hopefully, now that the draft has happened, she won't use that much. That you don't even go here. Mm-hmm. That's what really sticks out like a sore thumb. Like the one time was great, but she's mm-hmm. kind of been using it a lot. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not coming off very well to me. Again, yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong with what I'm saying. I'm just saying that's how it's coming off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I love her work in the ring. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think they need to kind of take her in a different direction with how she's pre- presented promo wise. But the thing about our promos is they work, right? They get the reaction. She's often taken through her promos. She has taken something that was not going in the way that it was designed to go and steered it back on course. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying it's all bad. Yeah. Um, I just think there's little bits that they need to push away from and avoid. If that makes more sense. Yes. Um, but no, I, 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 I have an idea. On. Okay. Can we can we have a shirt for the show? Sure. A to be fair shirt. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. That's become your thing. Well, and uh, and you were off- about to say it. Were you about to say it? Well, no, I was gonna because oh. I and <laughs> if you know, you know. For the listeners out there, when I go to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, because uh-huh. it's from a show, and, and that's why I say it a lot because it's a show that I've watched. Not super recently, but powered through in a big binge watch over this past year. Different strokes? Uh, no, it's a show called Letterkenny. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, which I believe you can watch on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really funny. But if you know, you know. And that's why I say to be fair a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but yeah. But no, but still love we Bianca. Have a, we, we have a title match this Monday. It's yes. happening. Yes happening because she came out she challenged becky was like get to the back of the line biatch but bianca didn't like that so brawl ensues and then becky's like fine you want it you got it 
So again, as but we not said, tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of that she Becky's walking that fine line. It's like every other line is face or heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want it? You got it. Not tonight. Right. <laughs> <was> like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it also <laughs> seems that the crowd response is finally starting to get where we want if Becky is being a heel. Because they were starting to boo. They were starting to kind of turn the corner. By the end of the segments, they always do. And then, and then next week they'll be in front of a different crowd. And, and and again, it's like you said, we need to change her music. We need to change the music. She needs to change her her uh, demeanor when she comes out. And that those two things right there would go a long way. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, uh, who wins? Who wins? Does Bianca get it? Uh People were so pissed when Bianca didn't beat Charlotte. I, I feel like they need to just do it. Yeah. I, I I don't know. It's so hard to call because yes, I think Bianca deserves to get that win back from Becky from SummerSlam. I just don't know because I and and we still have that unfinished business where Charlotte got disqualified, hit her with a chair. And that would give her a match with Charlotte at Survivor Series. Now, that's true. That's true. Then you have to wrap in all the the behind-the-scenes mess that's going on. And you do Mm -hmm. have Sasha, who will more than likely have a a title shot before Survivor Series. Since there won't be a title shot on Survivor Series for Sasha. So what match do they want at Survivor Series? That's really the question. Now, the wild card here is... Because typically it's brand warfare and there's nothing on the line. But with Becky mentioning Becky two belts again, and then Charlotte even saying during that promo with the dropped belt and everything, you know, kind of alluding to it as well before Sasha came out. What if they had a triple threat match, winner take all? Or they could even do Fatal 4-Way. Two or from Fatal 4-Way if you want to put Bianca in there as well. Yeah, they could do two from each brand. Yeah. But then what? Then you've got both belts on one brand. Then what? Um, well, again, as I say, if you have both belts, you show up on Mondays and Fridays. That's what you and I would do. But are they going to do that? That well, to be yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm about to say, I almost said, I caught myself. I caught myself. I caught myself. I didn't say it. Um, in this regard. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to get my thesaurus out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm going to say. <sighs> I don't I don't think Bianca wins. It's harder to call because we did just have that Bianca Charlotte match. That makes it harder to call because they, I mean, you don't want to do the same thing. You don't want to have Becky get disqualified. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. Do you really have Bianca just flat out lose again? <sighs> now. If you wanted to solidify Becky as a heel, Zelina Vega costs Bianca. And they form like a partnership. And Zelina and Becky become partners. Because Zelina doesn't need the belt. She can ride the Queen of the Ring mm-hmm. title um, for feuds. And you'd have a Zelina versus Bianca feud, which could go a few weeks. And then you could take the title off of Becky at day one mm-hmm. in a match at day one. Yeah. So 
stretch it out a little bit longer, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna go with you and say that somehow Becky retains. I'm yeah, not I gonna think, say she wins the match necessarily, but, but she I leaves do, this champion. She leaves this champion. Yeah, I hope not. I really want Bianca to win the belt. I'll be very happy if I'm wrong on this, but yeah, I, I feel like Becky's never gonna lose it. <laughs> Just never. Ugh. I don't. I mean, like, and like we say, because it's almost the the Cena effect, mm-hmm. although it's different because you know she they're trying. Not very hard, but they're trying for her <laughs> yeah, to be hard. a heel. Yeah. But people are still cheering, whereas Cena, mega face, and everybody's still yeah. booed. Right. So I don't know. And she's obviously a, still a huge merch mover. Right. Which definitely does affect a lot of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mentioned Zelina. Um, she took on Dewdrop. Didn't last very long. She won this match the way that we were saying she should have won the tournament final. Yes. Yes. By cheating. By In cheating fact, she win. specifically did it the way I specifically said she should yes. using the scepter. Yeah. It's like they've already hired me and they're just not paying me. We know you listen to our podcast, WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Give me money. We, we know we're small potatoes right now, but we know you're listening. That's how mm-hmm. you think you can get away with it. <laughs> yep. 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 Too much. There's been too much to be coincidence. Yes. Too much. Too much, but yeah, I get. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's how it should have happened in the tournament. Um, and now it's just like, man, you just all all the steam for Dewdrop just halted because I, of this. It was better because she did cheat this time, so I don't yeah. think it really hurts Dewdrop that much. I, I still I'm waiting for Dewdrop to say I'm Piper Niven, <laughs> like yeah. just kind of go back to that. But she does seem to have embraced the Dewdrop thing. The character yeah. has. And the um, crowd likes I, it. I, 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 I kind of like her music. It is fun. It is fun. I like her entrance and the little dance she does and the way I think it fits. The waving her. the fingers, like yeah. Ah. Um, I, I, I saw her try to be a heel in Oedo Tai in Stardom, and I don't think she is a suitable heel. I, I, I definitely like a strong face like this better for her. So I like the character. I just the the name's a little silly. Yeah. Um. So, so, oh, it's another week and another disappointing outing, not in performance, but in uh, outcome for Liv Morgan. I, you know, I said a while back that Liv needed a program that she can win. And that's why I was excited about the one with Carmella. But she keeps losing. And, and, and on that note, we had like, I think when I, we, when I looked at it, there's, I don't know, like 10, 11, 12, 13 women on the Raw roster, yet Liv and Carmella is the only combination we can come up with. How many times do we have to see this match? I I, I told Mark last week, like, I'll take it if it means Liv is wrestling on television. Like, <laughs> at this point, I don't Agreed. care. Um, but she's a face. She should be going over in the end. Yeah. Period. Period. That's the way this works. Like the face goes over in the end. And now, she's so popular and she's so over and people love her. It's like they're doing it just to spite us. Possibly. Now, the one uh, the me grasping to that 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 straw of hope is that this is the WWE booking that we've seen in the past where they get somebody and they lose 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 and then they get a big push. Zelina Vega 
is yeah. a good example of that. Right. Maybe that's what this is. And it's just like, okay, yeah, Liv's going to come out. She's going to try really hard and she's going to lose in the end. And then in three weeks to a month, she's going to end up in the tag title picture or maybe the Raw Women's Championship program picture and surprise us yeah, with a big win and get a push. Uh, I hope. I hope. Right now, <sighs> we're grasping at straws here. I'm, I'm getting worried. We've seen that she can have great matches. We've we know the crowd loves her. Yeah, She is over. Um, There's no reason yeah, to be I treating just, her the way that they are. I just don't get it. No I good do reason. I get it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on you, Liv. Nope. We hear it. Positively Wrestling Evolved. Love us some Liv Morgan. Yep. Please, please, please. And don't get us wrong. We love us some Carmella, too. Yeah. Again, Carmella's, Carmella's great. She's Carmella's not the too. problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. Although I... I don't, I don't know about the, the face mask thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's doing its job. It you is. Know, it's, it's making her look stupid as a heel. And yeah, it's I think it's jarring to see sometimes. <laughs> it, it is. It's very. There's a good close up on, uh, on Raw, and I was just like, huh. Yeah. Oh, it is man. <laughs> very Hannibal Lecter, Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, sure, for sure. She she's, she's making it work. She's making it work for the character. I mean, yeah. 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 But yes, uh, uh, we've kind of ran our list of things on our agenda to talk about, but we have our final little segment. Um, If you listened to the show before, it was something that we loved, but we've named it now. It's something a little bit different. It's the May Young Give Him a Hand Award for the week or award. Yay, May Young Give Him a Hand. May Young Give Him a Hand. Yay. Um, if you know, you know. If you don't, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> um, Google it. Google it. Um, May Young Hand. That's all yeah, you need to that's do. That's all you need. That's It'll you take need. you to YouTube, get some popcorn, <laughs> eat, a, eat a whole lot. Like, eat a lot before you start yes. watching. Just and eat revisit. a full meal. Uh, uh, the times of yesteryear. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now we're expanding this a little bit. It's more yes. than just something we loved. We're going to give our uh, picks for our favorite match of the week, uh, performer of the week, mm-hmm. and something that we loved. Yep. Kind of that, that, that same thing in there. Uh, I'll let you kick off, and I guess we'll start with match. All right, match of the week for me, it was a little tough, but ultimately I'm going with that three-way ladder match from NXT. Uh, it was shorter than I thought, again, at a little over 12 minutes. I, that's another one I thought could have been between 15 and 20. Um, but man, just uh, the creativity. They were giving us spots that we hadn't seen before in ladder matches. And after having ladder matches since the 90s, that's tough to do. And then, of course, you had uh, Io Shirai you know, throwing her, her body to uh, – sacrificing her body to the, the wrestling gods in the, in the, in the sake of uh, entertaining us and making the match more memorable. And uh, hopefully Zoe's fine. But, yeah, great match, creative, innovative, exciting, nonstop with new champions. So that's my match of the week. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark – versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane versus 
Indy Hartwell, and Persia Parada from NXT. Good choice. Uh, well, that one was a close second for me. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I decided to give it to Santana Garrett and Casey Lennox. Okay. For Shine. I thought they did an outstanding job. Um, and I think they deserve some spotlight because it yeah. really was a, a really, really good match. Plus, involvement from the Woad. The Woad. <laughs> you got you gotta love it gotta love it all right uh, performer of the week all right my my female wrestler of the week it had to be mickey james for me um now our week starts with impact now technically we're behind we're going to be behind a week on impact for you yes um when you're listening to this so for my week she got three wins she got a win over savannah evans then she won the knockouts championship and then she beat kira hogan three big wins um including winning a world title mm-hmm. so uh mickey james gets it for me and that's for me too it can't be denied she had arguably the best week in women's wrestling um again big congratulations i myself like i say she's probably my favorite female wrestler of all time mm-hmm. um she's from our state <laughs> yeah uh she's a richmond girl which is just a couple hours away from us here in virginia yep. uh and yeah Props to Mickey. Props yep. to Mickey. Very much so. And finally, what's something you loved? So Liv and Carmella are battling outside the ring, right? Right. And uh, Liv bulldogs Carmella on, on the announcer's table, and she finds herself face-to-face with Corey Graves. And Liv looks at Corey Graves and says, congratulations on your engagement. You sure know how to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> So Liv gets my moment that I loved this week. You can find say, that moment. You can find that moment on Twitter if you look. I don't. I have to because I missed that. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not catch that. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. She finds little ways. She she makes herself stand out. That's Liv Morgan. Yeah, I love it. Uh, something I loved. Got to give some more props to the inspiration. I love yeah. having them back and getting their return to the wrestling world. And again, picking up uh, those impact women's tag team championship belts. Yep. Uh, so yeah, inspiration, love them, love them, love them. Thank you for coming back to us. We're happy you're back. Can't wait to see where you go with those belts and how long you reign yeah. in impact. Uh, but that's our show. That's it. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope we haven't scared you off or made you uninterested. We, we hope you're as fa- a big a fan of, as, of women's wrestling as we are. We hope you join us again next week as we continue this journey with our new focus with Positively Wrestling Evolved. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, uh, you can um, reach out to us via email at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. And you can hit us up on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. And uh, that's going to do it. Any last words? Uh, I'll, I'll wrap us up here and say, uh, if you've not listened to us before, this, this podcast was inspired by Hanakamura. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to sign off the way that uh, I always sign off every week. And that is um, in tribute to Hana Kimura as they did at the end of her tribute special. And so uh, you all have a good week. 
Matane.